great play from Tim Ginnivan. Number oh, one, you think the is on show again. Stevie Mobley! Oh, path of Robbie Gray. He's a superstar for the power. He goes long. Have they got the lead? Yes! Robbie Gray's kicked the big goal! Alright, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Bryce. I'm Blake. And we are the Port Adelaide pair. Blake, we are missing someone relatively important. Uh, yeah, you could not... say the founding father. Yes, it's interesting. I, I don't think I've ever been uh, part of a podcast without him actually being on it. So it's going to be weird. It's a weird dynamic to see who's going to be the natural host of this one. Yeah, it's uncharted territory, but we press <laughs> we'll on. There. Brandon was... Um, bit under the weather this week he did try and hang on as long as he could see if he could record but he's obviously not doing too great he's still no he was and especially just to do a podcast he would have to be very sick because it is his pride and joy uh now i'm gonna have to apologize if there are any uh a lesser quality of sound in this podcast because this is using my uh headphones microphone rather than the top-of-the-line headphones uh, microphone that we use uh, for the podcast normally so apologies apologies in advance for that what happened on friday night well i mean let's be real it was a huge huge win for the season two two point victory over the reigning premiers um look it's by no means was perfect we missed a lot of chances at goal and some of the kicking uh, some of the field kicking was a bit average, but I guess that's what happens in these types of finals-like environments. Yeah, and and as we were messaging throughout um, the game, we'd seen that script before, hadn't we? We had. We'd seen easy that. set shots, but, you know, not often do we see this script where we end up winning that. No, you're exactly right. And <laughs> it's, you know, it, it certainly... Um, Gives us a bit bit more confidence knocking them off again. We've done it a few times now, so um, have we, we, it I can feel like be we done. haven't played them in Victoria for a while now. It's uh, we, <laughs> yeah. we're having these epic battles at Adelaide Oval. Um, yeah, who knows what'll happen in Victoria? But good to get another win over uh, over Richmond. Absolutely. Uh, I particularly was raving about. I mean, we're going to get. I think I'm going to get straight into the people I loved. In this game, our man Zach Butters in that first half was, in my opinion, the only one with any skills in that first half. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> You're totally right, Bryce. He's just, oh. he's, he is that class above. Um, and yeah, he was comfortably, the, in my eyes, the best player on the ground in the first half. Yeah. Uh, I still tried to get him in for a vote for the, uh, the Pearlo, but. Uh, wasn't to be. Probably didn't quite get enough game time into him it to is. deserve a vote. Um, it is tough with that uh, devastating injury. Yeah, and luckily it seems like it's only going to be a four to five weaker. Uh, obviously, our man Durs isn't quite as lucky, but you know he'll be coming back probably at the right time as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's brutal for for those two guys, and you know we always talk about the. Erzma, Butters, Rosie Trio in the same breath in every yep. statement that gets said about these guys. So to lose them both is, um, yeah, two out of three is, yeah, obviously not <laughs> ideal. 
Well, and even Rosie pulling up saw from it as well. He's he didn't come away unscathed. No, there's uh, and yeah, you'd have to say this question marks on his fitness. He just had the six touches yeah. on the on the weekend and had the corky as well. So yeah, it was tough for him. Yes, yeah, very interesting to see how he goes this weekend and whether he even plays. Correct. Uh, should we just get quickly, should we do the Pirlo votes and then we can talk about maybe some honourable mentions, other people that played well, others that have question marks? Yep, straight into the Pirlo with yeah. uh, one vote. We went the former skipper, Travi Boke, 29 touches, 7 clearances and 6 inside 50s. Yeah, I th- I think, and a lot. I could only imagine those six inside fifties came from his clearances as well, because he was. There was a period there where he seemed to be touching it every single time, and he was burning your Dustin Martins, all of them in the midfield. He was just letting it out into that forward fifty. So I think well deserved for that one vote. Yeah, and particularly in that last quarter, it felt like he uh, took it to another level. And I think we are we're probably judging his games a bit harsher now and you know he only yeah. gets gets the one vote with 29 touches and played a quality game but two votes yep. went to the uh the Durs. yeah i this is what happened in that prelim last year i felt like he was playing his probably his best game of his career ends up getting knocked out similar yep. thing i think happened here he he was shaping that game up to be one of his best of his career and then gets injured at the end like yeah. So now, some, now I think some, we have to worry. Took some massive marks. Twenty-one touches, five hundred and thirty-two yeah. meters gained, seven inside fifties, um, and yeah. one bung knee, obviously. <laughs> and that's not the stat that we do like to hear, but it is a stat. So now I'm saying I'm I kind of get worried if I see Dersma having a great game. What's coming at the end of that game for him? Yeah, injuries, <laughs> injuries, interesting fears. Well, um, I have those fears. But it's definitely uh, felt like he has taken his game to another level. He, you know, often he gets yep. talked about as kind of the third man amongst the trio. Um, yeah. But he's been super solid this year and wearing uh, Brad Ebert's number seven quite well, I'd say. Yeah, doing it proud, absolutely. Three votes. Now, this is an interesting one. I don't know if we've got this one right or not. I noticed he didn't get any yes. coaches' votes, but... We've gone the three votes to Dan Houston with uh, 17 <laughs> kicks, seven tackles, which was the most on the ground, yeah. and kicked a goal as well. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he, was he a, was he a unanimous three voter for us, or was there a bit of discrepancy? Yeah, it was a bit of discrepancy, but I think most yeah. most of us voted for him. Um, yeah, but it, it was think, yeah. it was one of those games I think though where you could have picked. Um, a lot of players like it was it was very even um, you know certainly Alir Alir is probably the most unlucky to not get a yeah. vote um, yeah because I think Alir Alir probably had you would say probably his best game so it is it was tough and maybe potentially an oversight from the pair boys but because he, he's got a lot of love for, for his yeah. game <laughs> we make but, we make know. mistakes and we uh we don't change them, and it does. No. Uh, it pushes Houston to the top of the payload. <laughs> it's very He's, good. Uh, How many votes does he have now? Houston, five votes. Boak yeah, and Dersma no. tied on four, with Amon yep. and Butters on three, uh, and a few yeah. guys underneath that. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, I mean, you, you can't deny that Dan Houston did play a cracking game, though. I think he's definitely worthy of votes. Was it three? Was it one? Who knows? But his fourth quarter was absolutely lights out. He he killed it. And I think he's one of the main reasons we did win it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. Probably Carl Lehmann as well, you could probably give a mention to. And I think even someone who is just kind of floating along nicely along the half-back line is Ryan Burton. I think he's starting to um, yeah, yep. show a bit more because um, he's a super silky player. And I think if he, he can just kind of take it to that next step he will be uh yeah he'll just be another asset down there absolutely and that was a damn fine tackle on trent cochin that he laid absolutely beautiful uh i have a i have a couple of question marks on a few people i still have my question mark on hamish hartlett he did have a much better game and that goal that he kicked was absolutely elite and i think he was happy with himself with that yeah, he was very happy with himself. Yes. I love, love the celebration. We haven't seen <laughs> very... a, a Hartlett bomb goal like that for a while, so it was a uh, long time. Very pleasing to see. What do you think about the question marks still on him? Do you think he's got a bit more to prove, or do you think he was showing it building I think, then? I think he's slowly building. I yeah, yeah. I, you can definitely see. There's still not quite. He still hasn't quite put a full four-quarter performance together yet. Um, still does look yep. a bit shaky. Um, yeah. So, and it's tough because I really thought Bergman's second game was was pretty decent, so... Exactly. Um, I think he, he's obviously the one nipping at the heels, you'd imagine. Yeah, but he, he does offer that hardness, um, yeah. you know, that bigger body that he probably stood up in a lot of big moments in the back line in that last quarter when the heat's on that Bergman probably wouldn't have provided. Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe the thing that I'm missing the most is probably his tackling in the back line. I think he only might have only had one tackle or so from memory. But, you know, he's still building on it. I think... What, what about yeah, he, our boy Lockie Jones? I was going to say he was an absolute shining star. And you got the hair alone. He's always going to be a cult classic. Well, everyone but... talks about the hair, but can we just talk about the legs for a second? <laughs> Correct. Like, if Ollie Wines, who's who's bigger, Wines or Jones? I, like, those genuinely do not know. As a nineteen-year-old, and he just is this nugget charging at full pace on the oval, and he showed that a couple of big times when he stepped up and beat a few people off the on the on his run. Yeah, interestingly though, didn't have a tackle. That is very interesting. <laughs> Sorry, he he elected to bump a couple of times, and then he also does like got a bump. Loved a bump, and also in the first quarter, there were a couple of times when I, he was a bit reachy on his tackles. He didn't use his body as much, but I'm going to chalk that up to just your your nerves on your debut game. Yeah. I mean, he had a lot of lot of good moments, and um, yeah. you'd think he will hold his place in the side uh, for next Absolutely, week. Absolutely, I hope so. I, the thing that I love, for, sorry, 17 touches and 14 of them being kicks. Absolutely love that. Yeah, uh, we love Lockie Jones and can't yeah. wait to see what more he provides us. Um, Absolutely. I do want to bring up the concern of Charlie <laughs> Dixon's form. Yes, and Very, I think that's a... It's a serious concern to have as well. Yeah, that's that's a 
at least probably three out of the four games that he hasn't quite performed near the heights that he hit last year. Uh, no, and, mark- and this seems... Sorry, you go. I was just saying, his marking uh, has been deplorable. Let's not beat around <laughs> the bush here. He's got the biggest just, hands on the field yeah. and is dropping everything. Just polar opposite to last year's game, uh, last year's season. He just he was clunking a lot of things last year, and now he's he's dropping just wide open marks. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. His confidence is down for for whatever yeah. reason. Um, I, I don't Do know. You know. Like you got Marshall you know and be? Georgiades kind of giving him a nice chop yeah. out. You know, less pressure on him, but yeah. seems to be feeling more pressure. It could be, and the thing is, though, this seems to be a year for tall forwards or, like, you know, your, your power forward, and he hasn't produced yet, so that might be in his mind as well, maybe <laughs> eating away at him. Well, that's just something that I, you know, you never know. He might be down in the dumps because he's not, well, you can see, like, Tex Walker who, and, like, um, oh, who's the guy from West Coast that just kicked 10 goals? Josh Bruce. You see players like that West kicking Coast. bags. Did I say West Coast or Western Bulldogs? You said West Coast. Yeah, well, you know what I meant. Western <laughs> Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know. That might be getting him down in the dumps a bit, that he hasn't been able to do that as well. But, hey, maybe we pursue with him and maybe he gets on a track again. <laughs> let's, let's watch this space. <laughs> watch we the do, space. We do need to award our Mark of the Week. Correct. Ringer, ringer. Rosie has taken another Mark, Rosie. And Connor Rosie. The Mark, mark of the Week. Of the week. Which yep. went to Willem Drew. Uh, yeah, I have forgotten this one. I voted for well, it, and I've since uh, forgotten uh, Mark. I'd had a few drinks watching the game, Bryce. Right? <laughs> I, I also had say. a couple of had a couple of brewskis. Um, I I'm going to assume that it was the mark at the very end of the game. Yeah, it was like the twenty late, seconds to go. Very late mark. I just yeah. remember him taking a very nice <laughs> late mark. Absolutely. Where it was on the uh, ground, I couldn't tell you. It was uh, on the wing where the players, where the bench is, and it was a couple of grabs at it and got it. And the funny thing is, like his first three quarters of that match were pretty average. Uh, yeah. but the fourth quarter, he was the one who kicked it to Gray who, yep. when Gray took the mark and kicked it. He laid a massive hold in the ball tackle, and he took that mark. So he did three really powerful things he at did. the end of the game. He had some big moments. Um, so does he keep his spot potentially well i think the injuries have probably saved his spot um so yeah we'll we'll see what the coaches do uh goal of the week making a buttery butters loves it butters here's butters crispy crush goal of the week of course went to (laughs) robbie gray (laughs) no surprises he he's really and i've his set shot kicking, I think, when it's kind of middle of the game, you know, not much on the line, I don't really back him in. But when the game's on the line, he has become super clutch over the he years. Is, like, I had no doubt he was going to kick that goal. Agreed. I know uh, I was sitting with Dad, old Shaney Lynn, and he uh, wasn't super confident in Gray's kicking, but you know how Dad can get. He's a little bit of a uh, negative Nancy. Uh, and I just I was looking at him. I just said, this man has a clutch gene. He's not missing. He sure does. enough. I mean, not straight through the middle, but it got in there. <laughs> Ice <laughs> in his veins. One... Then does yeah. the old uh, 
you know, tread race style, kick the winner down one end, <laughs> then go down back and save yeah. the game with a beautiful handball, the most beautiful handball we've ever seen, straight through <laughs> the goals. Correct. I I was very nervous because that is something that I feel like an, an umpire would just look at and go, yep, lick my lips on that one. Here we yeah. go. But he did... Like, by the name of the law or whatever the saying is letter of the that law. he had pressure letter of the law he had pressure yeah um i mean my butt certainly clenched as he did it <laughs> oh yeah but if those it umpires was... had paid that that <laughs> the fans would have burnt that stadium oh, to the ground would have been insane but they didn't pay it thank god um and we move on. We, we, we take on the four well, points. We got screwed last year in the prelim with the deliberate out of bounds. So yes, yes, we did. Know, it's the the world's balancing out. I don't know what you yeah. thought. And your regular season game is just as important as your prelims. So the world exactly. is truly balanced out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I think we spent a bit of time talking about that game. It's it's a tough game not to talk a lot about because it was such a great win, but. Like, I think we do have to push it to the side. We do. Push it to the side, and we move on to our next game. When and who is it against? It is Carlton at the G on Saturday night, which is it's very rare for us to get a MCG game at night. So it looking is. forward to that experience. I am a little bit nervous about this one. Um, yeah. In comparison to, say, Essendon and Kangaroos, I'd say I'm... Feeling more nervous about this game with Carlton. Yes. Well, Carlton are they are a step up from those two teams. I think they can show that they can play really good football. They do seem to only play, from what I've been able to tell this season, three quarters of good football, and they always put <laughs> themselves down for one. Yeah. Uh, I hope that trend continues, or they just play four bad quarters. But uh, I, it is. I think it. I think this is as much of a fifty-fifty game as. The Richmond game is honestly, it's, yeah, it's a danger game. We don't always play our best footy. I felt like the past few years we've kind of just managed to do enough to kind of scrape over the line, and yeah, they're seemingly a better outfit. Um, yeah, and you look at that Harry Mackay down the other end who's playing some good footy 204 exactly. centimeters. This is probably gonna have to be where. Aaliyah Aaliyah steps yeah. in because I think he'll just be too big for, for exactly. Tom Clubbers. Or Jonas, even, and yeah, I think, yeah. um, I think this is sort of why we got Aaliyah in as well. Obviously, the height was a big issue with our backline, so this is a big test for him: is to step up against someone who really is just a tall, tall boy, and see how he goes against him. Yeah, absolutely. What um, any changes? So obviously, we've got Butters and Dersma to go out. Are you omitting anybody on top? Uh, of that? It would be it would be tough to omit. I think the only omit would be a Willem Drew or potentially even a Laddams. I know we didn't speak about Laddams early, but he's been in pretty average form the last couple of few games now. Yeah, he does provide some good height back there though in the forward line. So we've um, got Marshall and you'd have to say Rockcliffe now waiting in the wings along with Bergman. Uh, yeah, not sure of the status on Riley Bonner, but you'd have to say probably those three. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you count Sam Mays as well, who came in yeah. for his one touch. <laughs> I think it sprayed, sprayed. Yes, it was Sammy. not great. Um, I think I wouldn't mind seeing Rockcliffe come back in. I'd like to give him at least a 
another good crack at it. Um, And Marshall, I think, is a certainty to come back in. So I would probably leave it as your Dersmer and your Butters for Rockliffe and Marshall and figure figure out how players get swapped around there. Yeah. What about uh, another slight concern is DBJ? Is he uh, is he still playing good enough footy in your eyes? This is the I reigning best he, and fairest. He, well, certainly not playing reigning best and fairest quality football, but a, sort of similar to Hartlett. I think he stepped up just just a fraction against yeah. Richmond and and laid an absolutely beautiful holding the ball again in the fourth he quarter, did. which was very clutch but just he's just blasting the ball and wasting it too often for my liking yeah for sure he he that was kind of his thing i think last year was the composure never seemed to get rattled um yeah this year yeah a bit more rattling going on yeah exactly but you know early days in the season i think he's the type that will turn it around during, throughout the season and, and start playing his best football again yeah Let's certainly hope so, Brycey. Correct. I should we just do a couple of predictions quickly? Yep. I would. I I know. I said I think last week was going to be Wines getting thirty-five touches and a couple of goals. I'm going to stick with that. I think Carlton is exactly the kind of team that he will have thirty-five and two against. So that's my prediction again. Twelve points for a win. Very nice. Yeah, I, I do think you're right. I think Wines are going to have a big game. Uh, I'm going to go with my man, Carl Amon, to get 30 touches. Burnt me on the sports bet front (laughs) in round one when he couldn't get the 20 touches, but he's just slowly building and building, um, having a very good season besides the first round when he let me down. I mean, and again, his first round was not bad. He just did not quite crack that 20 touches. No, he did. But no, yeah. So you reckon Carl's gone for 30? Has he gone for 30 bus. before? I'm sure he has. Not uh, often. Yeah, he can't just ping me with those stats. And That's a tough stat. To, maybe one to look up for next week. Next after, week. He's got his th- after he's got his 30 for this game, then you can come back with that stat. Exactly. I'll check back in. Correct. And you reckon it'll be a comfortable win, tight win, loss? Oh, who knows? Can you say losses on here? Are we allowed to say it could be a loss? We're allowed to say it. could say be it. a loss. I'm going to say a two-goal <laughs> loss. Negative Nancy. I learned it from Shaney Lynn. <laughs> Correct. He's he's not giving us the good traits there, the negative Nancyness. Uh all right. Well I'm pretty confident with that. I think there is one slightly pressing thing we need to do to round out the podcast, and that would be Blake's quiz. Hey. Blake. It's Blake's quiz. Blake's quiz. Let's all listen to Blake's quiz. What's this guy's deal? All right, so on the back of last week's two-point victory, the theme for this week's quiz is close games, Bryce. Oh, God. Close games. (laughs) I'm actually... I'm worried this is going to be a zero out of five, and it's just not going to look good when it's a sole zero out of five. But Well, the beauty is you can't lose. (laughs) Correct. Unless you get no questions right. Well, then, yes. Could happen. Oh, oh, God. All right. I'm probably starting with the hardest, so let's see how you All go right. here. All yep. right. We've won three games. Sorry, question one. We've won three yep. games by one point before. Name me one of those games. Uh, 
as in like round or just a team? And just year. the team. If you can just give me a general uh, Collingwood that one like four years ago. Incorrect. I think that was <laughs> three points. Oh, uh, I can't. The only one I could remember out of these three was... So we've got Brisbane in 2003. That's when Uh Roger James kicked a little bind for the victory. Oh, yes, yep. West Coast in 2010. David Roden kicked a point with about 20 seconds to go at Amy Stadium in front of about 14,000 fans. (laughs) Uh, And Collingwood in 1999, which I have no recollection of. So you're zero from one there. So you can remember the West Coast one? No. Or the Brisbane one? Just the Brisbane. Yeah, right. All right. Well, that is a tough question. All right. They get easier from here. (laughs) Question two. Which opponent have we played the most games decided by under 10 points? Um, I was going to say the Crows. They're always close games. Correct. Yeah! Yeah! Let's go. I've won. Crows, 14 games. Brisbane, 10. West Coast, 9. Obviously, we've yeah, played right. the Crows more than any other team. Well, that's so it. That's probably yeah. boosted that up a bit. All right, question three. So you're on the board, one from two. Yep. Last year, Robbie kicked a goal after the siren to beat Carlton. <laughs> Who kicked oh. it to him? Oh, Sam Mays. Bang. Two from three. Yes. Come on, baby. Question four. In 2012, Paul Stewart kicked the sealer to beat the Kangaroos by two points in the dying seconds. Who kicked seven goals that day? Oh, Jay Schultz. Bang. Let's go. I thought it was going to be like, whose tackle did he break? Michael Ferrito. <laughs> that would have been a better question. <laughs> All right, okay. there we go. What have I got, Three. Three from four. Three from four. Will you get this last one? Now, if you don't get this last one, you've got seriously selective memory. (laughs) Right. Question five. In 2017, Paddy Ryder tapped it behind his back to Robbie Gray, who goaled on the run to beat the Saints. Which Port Adelaide pair member can be seen abusing (laughs) the umpires after the game on the telecast? Well, unfortunately, that would be me. Uh... You can just, you can actually just see Brandon and Brody not abusing, but standing off to the side while I'm absolutely laying rapid fire down to those umpires. What is it? Something, something cheats, something along those lines. Yeah, something along those lines. We we try and blur out the the mouth, but yeah. well, Blake, if you you remember that game, the umpiring was absolutely atrocious in that game. Yeah. Even though we'd won the game, you're still abusing the umpires. So that's a true point oh, of well, I was on an absolute high. My emotions were running really high, so I had to let it out a little bit. Yeah, so I, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that's a four out of five. That's a four out of five, and that's a victory. No Brandon here to defend himself, and that's three in a row for you. That is. I I think I'm really coming into it now. You, have, you did ask a few questions that were post-2011, so I'm very happy about that. Yeah, we stick to you, stick to what you know. Correct. All right, I'm absolutely happy with that. Probably a longer one than normal, but you do have to talk about these massive games, Blake. You got to talk about it for a long time too. You do. If you don't talk about the wins, <laughs> what do you talk about in life? <laughs> exactly right. 
All right, well, I reckon that's a hooroo from me, and that's Bryce signing off. That's a hooroo from me, and that's Blake signing off. No, 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 no. One and a half. Pairs. Love Love you. you.